Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's teaching is Five Verses to Propel Us to Celebrate Progress, Not Perfection. And one of the things we really emphasize at Igniting Hope Ministries is, and it's an attribute of hope and joy, is the ability to celebrate ourselves. And it's to celebrate progress and not uh, perfection. I've said this, it's impossible to celebrate and become joyful under a religious mindset because under a religious mindset, the only time we can do that is when there's perfection. But families celebrate and become joyful with progress. When, when our toddler was learning to walk and, and our kids and they were toddlers, we didn't withhold celebration or approval until they walked perfectly. No, we, we cheered them on in the first step. And that is a principle that in our own life, if we, we don't cheer ourselves on with the, with the growth and the improvements that we make, and, and then we'll probably never activate truly the joy of the Lord because Nehemiah 8.10 says the joy of the Lord is our strength, is your strength. And so celebration and joy is a strength within our lives that, that is really, really important. Now, just to give you, it's logical. What I'm saying is logical. But, but I want to give you some biblical support for this and give you five verses that will help propel us. Now, number one, verses 1 Timothy 2.2 2 is newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word that you may grow thereby. And I'm going to call this the process celebration where you're, you're celebrating process. So, you know, so again, there's a, this says, hey, as, as newborn babes, he's talking to us as believers, desire the pure milk of the word, get the, the truth in you that you may grow thereby. And so it's just important, and it may seem, uh, duh, but, but I missed it a lot, that, that when, we, when we become saved, when we re- release our faith in the finished work of the Christ, in Christ and become born again, we don't instantaneously just become perfect in every outward thing of our lives. There's a process. Now, certainly, Hebrews 10, 14 says he has perfected forever those who are being sanctified. We do become perfectly perfect spiritually in every area of our life. But sanctification is the process of getting into our experience, who we already are and what we already have and what we already can do. So we understand there's growth. And that's just important to understand. It is a growth process. You're going to grow in in love. You're going to grow in faith. You're going to grow in hope. You're going to grow in joy. You're going to grow in in good decision-making. You're going to grow. And that is helpful. Again, a a toddler learning to walk, you know, if many parents were like Christian leaders and they're they're, they're watching their toddler trying to walk, falling down, here's what they'd say. Quit trying to walk. You're being presumptuous and prideful. It's clear you do not have the gift of walking because if you had the gift of walking, it wouldn't be so hard. Besides, if you had the gift of walking, you'd already be walking. And that's just ridiculous. But there, there's, a, there's, a, there's, so, there's a belief, I had it, that if something is hard, it means either I don't have the gift or there's something wrong with me. 
if something's hard to do. So we, we understand we, that process. The, the process celebration is number one. Now, number two is the delighting in the Lord's celebration. And the verse for that is Psalm 37, verse 4. It says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Now, it's very difficult to delight in the Lord if you don't delight in yourself. <laughs> now, think about it. You know, because if you're going to delight in the Lord, there's a freedom, there's a, there's a, a spiritual liberty that you've experienced. And as you delight in the Lord, you've let, you have to let go of a lot of stuff. Man, because if you're under condemnation, if you're under unworthiness, if you're under all of that, then it's difficult. But once you're able to start delighting, you know, I, I think delighting is like the little kid in a candy shop mentality with God. Wow, I'm just so excited, Lord, what you're going to do, what you're going to do in me, how you're going to change me. It's so good. Now, obviously, if we're hurting people or we're abusing people or whatever, destructive, get help. And, and, or if you just don't want to serve the Lord, that's not who I'm talking to. I believe who's, you are listening that you want to do it right. And so these things are going to help you so much. So number three uh, verse in, in, to propel us to celebrate progress is Philippians 1.6, being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. And so this is the he is a good completer celebration. This is a good one. You know, I, I remember my wife, Wendy, you know, the Lord's talking to her and saying, Wendy, you know why you're so hopeless about yourself? And Wendy asked why. And she heard this, you're hopeless about yourself because your faith is in you. Your faith is in your ability to do it. Your faith needs to be in me. And so this Philippians 1, 6, this, uh, this celebrating that God is a good completer, this is so good. Our faith is in, wow, Lord, you're going to complete that which you started in me. Again, there's something to be completed. Again, there's something that we're not perfect in yet. We acknowledge that. Wow. And, and, and so we, this is one of the greatest promises in the whole Bible, in my opinion. God's a good completer. He's going to complete what he started in me. He's going to complete my joy. He's going to complete my ability to do relationships well. He's going to complete what he's doing in my family. He's going to complete my understanding of prayer. He's going to complete the protection in, in my life. He's going to complete uh, my hope. So good. Number four verse to propel us to celebrate progress is the worshiping glory to glory celebration. <laughs> you go to Second uh, Corinthians 3.18, but we all with unveiled faces beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the same Spirit of the Lord. Wow, what a, what a great verse. And You know, it's talking about worship and you know, whether it's corporate worship, whether it's worship in our personal prayer times, where we just behold Him, where we, we just we behold His face, where we see who He really is. And, and you know, it, it says there we're going to be transformed from glory to glory. And again, there's, there's new levels of glory in every area of our life. We're experiencing a certain glory today, but... As we worship Him, as we 
see who he really is and all of his goodness, all of his glorious character, then, then a work starts to happen deeper in us and we're being transformed. And so we understand every time we worship that part of worship is celebrating our progress, celebrating the change, celebrating him as the transformer of my life. And then number five, verse to propel us to celebrate progress, not perfection, is Philippians 12, excuse me, 3, 12, and 13. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which for Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things that are ahead. And, you know, it says, Paul says, I haven't, I haven't apprehended. I haven't arrived. I haven't got to that perfect place yet. But one thing I do is I press on. And, you know, we only, <clears throat> in, the, in the natural with weightlifting, we only build muscle. We only build muscle by pressing against resistance. So he says, I press on. And you know, those who celebrate, those who uh, understand the power of celebrating progress, understand the resistance, which is normal, the resistance to walking higher in hope, walking higher in joy, walking higher in faith and victory, that that resistance is, is, is normal. And, and, and so we press on. That so we can lay hold of that which for Christ laid hold of us and the, the purpose. And, and then in verse 13, it says, I do not, it says this, it says, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things that are ahead. And, you know, part of reaching forward is this, is celebrating ourselves, celebrating our future. Vision for the future gives purpose, power, and joy for the present. Because I know I'm in training. I know I'm developing. I know I, I'm reaching for something greater. I'm not there yet. I celebrate where I am. Wow, so good to be able to share these things with you. Five verses to propel us to celebrate progress. 1 Peter 2.2, the process celebration. Psalm 37, verse 4, the delighting in the Lord celebration. Philippians 1, 6, that the he is a good completer celebration. 2 Corinthians 3, 18, the worshiping glory to glory celebration. And then Philippians 3, 12 and 13, the building spiritual muscle celebration where we're pushing against resistance. Hey, you know what? Try celebrating yourself. Some, for some it's scary. It's scary for me. What, what will happen if I don't, I don't keep low-grade guilt in my life? What will happen if I don't keep negativity in my life? Uh, listen, take the chance. Take the chance. Go on a celebrating yourself rampage. You know, wow. You know, just whatever it is. You know, whether it's uh, an attitude you're having, whether it's exercising, whether it's, just uh, keeping your heart engaged with people when you wanted to disengage, whatever, just start celebrating. Note it. When you go to bed, think about things you're doing better. 
Don't just think about things you're doing. Think worse. Think about those things you're doing better. I believe this key is a key for where you're going. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. This is Steve Backlund, and I want to remind you that we're here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's only hopeless people. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. If something's going to change, somebody's hoping. I believe after love, hope is the most powerful, powerful leadership quality there is. And remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need joy at the end of the battle. We need joy in the middle of the battle. It's our strength. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to be radically joyful. <laughs> but I say it is because it's our strength. Stir it up. Stir it up. Stir up the promises of God. Celebrate. Be thankful. Hey, just a couple things. I'm recording this at the end of February uh, 2019. We're just about getting ready for our negativity fast and positivity feast starting March 6th here at Igniting Hope Ministries. It's going to be glorious. It's going to be powerful. Go to IgnitingHope.com or Igniting Hope Facebook, Instagram. You can find us there. And also remember April 25th through 27th in Redding, California at Risen King Church. Wendy and I are doing a three-day event, the Abounding Hope and Joy Conference. I hope you can join us for that. Hey, God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And we're looking forward to having you with us again on another one of our podcasts from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.